Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Daddy No. As always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Happiness Cupcakes Dessert Bakery in Westlake, Texas. Make sure to go check them out off 614 South Texas Boulevard, Westlake, Texas. Open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 7, Monday through Friday, and 10 to 6 on Saturday. Let's start the show. Welcome everybody to another episode of Daddy No, episode number 28, day number 199 of being a stay-at-home father. I'm here with my son as always. He's playing in the back making a little, what is it, a robot? Uh-huh. He's making a robot and my daughter here who's uh, wide awake and snotty as heck because it just rained and all these allergies came in. I don't know about you guys, but I've been stuffed up and sneezing and just, I don't know what rolled in with the rain. And then I was just like, you know what? Maybe it's just too dusty in the house. So, like, I dusted, like, all up in the fans. I got on all the dressers, took all the dust out. And it made, and cleaned the house, but it made my allergies worse. Yeah. And then I go to HEB, and I had to sneeze while I was waiting in line. And I didn't sneeze into my shirt. I sneezed into my sleeve, right? Right in the corner of my arm. And you know how sometimes when you sneeze, a loogie will come out? I didn't expect a loogie to come out. I should have because, like I said, I'm snotty. A loogie came out. And then it got stuck right there in my sleeve. Like, if it would have been in my shirt, that would have been fine. I could have I would have got snot all in my, you know, shirt, and that's fine. But it's on the inside. Nobody knows. No, this was right in the corner. So as soon as I unbend my arm to take a look at it, I can see that there's just, ugh, just snot all in that sleeve, right? And the I'm next. So the checkout girl is looking at me, and I was like, oh, okay. And I just kept my arm bent the whole time like it was hurt. And then when she asked for my debit, when I went to go get it, I got it out and I gave her like T-Rex arm, like with my right arm, just thought, oh, I'm just going to, no, I'm going to keep my arm right here. I'm just going to keep it bent the entire time because there's a lot of boogers right here in the corner of the, it was disgusting. But yeah, that's what you go through when you have snottiness and my wife all nasty and snotty too and my daughter all nasty and my son, my son's, my son hasn't been that way. So I guess he doesn't have allergies, but he's been crapping a lot in his pants. Right, son? Huh? You Mr. Pooper? Yeah. yeah, he likes to poop a lot. I'm going to call you Sir, Sir Poop a lot. Yeah. Now. Okay, so today we're talking about, uh, I opened up for Cosmic Sea this past week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of shows happened. The conspiracy show happened. A lot of things weird. The hecklers, some crazy hecklers with Cosmic Sea. Uh, something that happened with a show that was supposed to happen at the Blind Tiger on Thursday. What happened, mamas? Oh, what happened? So some out-of-town comics got mad at me, and uh, some people threw the whole scene, the whole San Antonio scene under the bus, and it was because of me. Don't throw the whole scene under the bus. You can throw me under the bus, but not the whole scene. I mean, jeez, man. So uh, also festivals coming up. I got a bunch of friends that are going to festivals. I applied to a festival, so I wasted 45 bucks. But it's <laughs> hopefully I get in. I've never gone to a festival, mainly because I'm taking care of my kids. And uh, they don't like my videos, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, Trump and his extreme vetting on bringing home immigrants or bringing in immigrants. He's going to do extreme vetting is what he said. I don't know exactly what he means by that. The Internet Assigned Numbers Authority, which is a foreign authority mixed in with China and Russia, takes over our Internet October 1st. Yeah. I read that, too. And then uh, crazy weather, flooding, fires, droughts, and Milwaukee. So that's going to be our podcast today. Uh, Son, is there anything, though, that you'd like to start with? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. No, I guess not. Okay, great. So this this past week, I opened for Carlos Mencia, which was fun because uh, most of my shows are a good show to me. I'm like, dang, there's a hundred people here. This is gonna be a great show. This was uh, I went to we went to Colleen or a little town out of Colleen, and there was 800 people. And to open up for 800 people is nice. Like it threw off my timing because with you know most of the shows I do, like I said, anywhere between 20 good show 100 people so i you know it changes your timing because you go a little bit faster because the it does it's the laughter is not as long and with crowds like that 800 the laughter is spread out longer you know what i mean like they just keep laughing and i guess it's just more people laughing and there's a longer pause so i didn't get to in my 10 minute set i actually did about you know two jokes less which was fun hey i'm doing great up here is the only weird one was friday show when i did the friday show the mic was off when as soon as i went on stage apparently they crossed some wires so the mic wasn't working so for three minutes the mic was off and I, I went up there, first show, sold out, Friday, 8 o'clock. And I go, hey, welcome to, La- oh, the mic's off. And I go to the back, hey, yo, Jeff, that's the manager. It's an English dude, right? Uh, I was just like, hey, yo, this, the, the mic's off. And he was like, huh? And I was like, the mic is not working. You need it to, I was like, you had one job, Jeff. You had one job, Jeff. What's up? You got Zoe. I know, Zoe's fine. Don't be a tattletale. I don't really know tattletales. All she's doing is chewing on something. She's fine. Uh, I was like, yeah. And then I see him running around the back, going going to the green room to go get Carlos Mencia because he was like, oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> so I started making fun of him running the back. Oh, hello. I don't know what to do. Hello. Hello. And the crowd turns around and looks at him and they're cracking him. Thank God I was able to save it. Um, but it, it was it was a fun it was a fun it was a long week man. On Friday I did the two Carlos Mencia shows, then went down to the the conspiracy show at the Tiger, and then came back and finished the shows there. Because after the show or after his set when he's done, and he goes long like like he has a few openers go up, you know do you know twenty thirty minutes whatever all together, and then he goes up and does like two hours, and then he brings all the comics back up on stage, and they do like. Internet jokes is basically what they are. Like jokes that I remember my grandfather and uncles telling me. That's the kind of jokes that he go that he that he has everybody do and everybody goes in a line and does it. So I went back and did that, but it was man, it was fun, man. It was fun. He got one heckler though on the midnight show. What happened? What? Let her play with it. Everything's your toy, huh? She wants to play with you. You can't take all. Tell him, Mama. You, he can't take all the toys. Don't hit him, though. Don't hit him, Mama. Don't bite or hit. You better hurry up before she gets him. Now, don't smile at me. She smiles at me like I'm going to get him right now. No, Mama. She, I think she does it on purpose to make him mad. Let's see if I'm right. And, yeah. You better take it. There you go. All right. So, he got this heckler. The midnight show was nuts. It was Stupid nuts. Like, 
people were drunk. This guy came up to me before the show, and he was just like, hey, can you make fun of me for like 30 seconds? And then he was telling me how he's an agent. So anyway, so I was like, well, I'm the opener. He's like, before I went up, he's like, well, tell me a joke. Tell me. I was like, nah, I, I do this jokes on stage, man. Right, and I'm setting up merch from the last show trying to sell it. And then he's like, Hey, let me cut in line real quick. Let me cut in line, and just get a quick picture with Carlos. I was like, No, nah, I can't do that, dude. I can't. There's a big ass line, and you got to go inside anyway. The show's starting for the midnight show. So he goes in there, right? And he's doing, he's on, he's watching the midnight show. They sat him right in front. So he's right smack in front before the show even starts. He's standing up and he's talking to the audience. The lights are off, and he's being a douche talk loud. I was like, What is he doing? Thank God he sat down as soon as the show started, right? I go out there doing my thing murdering no i did very well uh, doing my thing right and then i tell my closer and this guy gets so excited that he stands up and when he stands up he gives me a high five everybody's like okay right and my last joke uh the women the women at first like it but when the closer comes in they're like ah you got us i don't like that joke anymore i mean they laugh but they're like ah, i don't like so he gets up and gives me a high five i was like what uh and the wife was not laughing the wife would look mad at him and I was like, oh, I guess we see who's getting divorced pretty soon. And the wife, like, died, like, cried laughing. I was just like, wow, that was serious. She really is going to divorce you, which uh, she should because uh, you're making an ass out of yourself, sir. You may- and then later on, he told Carlsman, he's like, hey, you should talk about, say something about Trump. Say something about Trump. And Carlsman's like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to talk about Trump right now. You know, I'm talking about you know, other stuff. And he's like, no, come on. Because he's like, why do you want me talking about Trump? He's like, you know, because you're like a beaner. That's what he told the guy. It was a white dude. He's a tall ass white dude, about six five, six six. I was like, how are you? And the whole audience behind him was like, boo, starts booing him. He's like, hey, don't boo this man. Don't boo him. Don't boo this cracker. Don't boo. And then he started saying all this derogatory, like honking, like, but the balls or not even the balls, the, I guess the lack of tact or the drunkenness or the lack of intelligence to come out and say, because you're being, I get what he was trying to do and try to be funny, but even in context, it wasn't funny. Your timing was off. It was just, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. So towards the end of the show, right, I didn't see this part, but I heard everybody tell the story again and again and again. At the very end of the show, because Carlos went along, of course, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm outside with the merch, and I hear people kind of like, it, it got a little awkward, right? I hear, I still hear people, it got quiet in there. I was like, why did it get so quiet? Usually at the end of the set, he's just bam, 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 bam. You know what I mean? With all the jokes. And this time it was a little bit more quiet. And what happened was there was a heckler on the side who shouted out, what about Joe Rogan? Right? And the guy and Carlos was like, what are you talking about? Like, basically, he brought up this thing. If you don't know, Joe Rogan, back in the day, went on stage when, I think it was the comedy store that they were at or the Laugh Factory, and went up on stage and called out, said, Carlos Mencia, you are a joke thief. You steal jokes, blah, blah, blah. And went off on this whole thing and how he's not Mexican. He's not. He says it himself. He's from Honduras or his family's from Honduras, right? And uh, so went on this whole thing. Ari Shafir comes on stage and tells him that type of stuff. Um, Anyway, so uh, the guy's telling it, and Carlos is like, oh, hey, hey, relax, and it gets tense. It gets tense because Carlos is like, well, you're the idiot who bought tickets to my show, so who really gets the last laugh? Tell you what, when you sell out three shows in a row like this on a, on a Saturday, all sold out, then you can come talk to me. Other than that, shut the hell up. Like, and, the, of course, the audience is like, ah. But to have, like, that midnight, he had a lot of hecklers. As soon as I went up, I had some hecklers, some ladies who came to the show late. I want George. What do you want? I want George. I told you there's no more George right now. Ah, uh, what do you want me to do? George isn't playing. I can't show you George. 
I thought you were gonna podcast with me. You did the very at the beginning. Oh, Daddy, no. No, wait, oh, no, wait, no, no, wait. wait. Wait for what? What am I waiting for? <coughs> you want what? You want to do the podcast? Okay, we'll get a chair. Woo! I don't know why you're telling me, please. I told you I was started a little while ago. So, yeah, I had hecklers as soon as I went out there. Some drunk ladies. And nobody got kicked out. Well, those ladies left because their their dates or whatever kicked them out. They're like, they're too drunk. We're taking them home. But other than that, nobody got kicked out. But, dang, there was, there was a lot of hecklers. Even Carlos said he's like, dude, this was probably one of the craziest midnights I've been to in a while. Like, it was... Not, they didn't want to hear jokes. Like, they just wanted him to go out there and go... Doo, doo, doo. Like, they, that's what they wanted. And they would they would have died laughing. Like, they were laughing on my premises, which, again, was great, but they were... That's at the beginning of the show when they're already drunk. I can't imagine at the end of the show. After, like, it, it started at 11.30, 11.45, and went on until 2 in the morning. So, by the end, these people are gone. But it was fun. And then some of the dudes that took pictures after one dude... Uh, went up to Carlos and he goes, "Hey, say that's what he told him to say, right?" So Carlos says it, but the guy was so drunk he actually looked like he was mentally handicapped. Like that's how. And Carlos thought he was mentally, and I was just like, "No, nah, that dude was drunk." He's like, "Oh shoot," because I mean his teeth were all jacked up and everything, and he just and the way the way he was dressed and conducting himself, I was like, "Dude, dude was so drunk." Uh, his sister told me that he just puked in the bathroom and then grabbed another beer and chugged it. What happened, Mama? Do you want a podcast too? Well, come on, let's podcast. She got mad because Daddy no. So it's hot in here. No. No. Hey, so I did a bunch of comedy shows. What have you been doing? Jigog. You been what? Jigog. I don't know what that means. A jigog. A tree? What? A jigog. A tree. A tree Glock? A tree Glock. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what that means. You're just making up words. Okay, that's what you did. I have no idea what he's talking about at all. But that's what he did. All right, thank you, Isaiah, for adding adding to that. Zoe says she wants to talk now for you to be quiet. Don't let her put her fingers in your mouth. No, don't do that. Anyway, a bunch of festivals coming up. Yeah, a bunch of festivals. I got my friends just came back from the Asheville one, and there's another one coming up called Blue Whale in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that they got into. Uh, there's the same people who got into uh, Boston Comedy Festival and and the 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 Devil one, She Devil or Devil something, right? There's a bunch of festivals going on. I I I applied to one festival. Why are you saying bye? I just started. You just got in here. Yeah. Big Sky Comedy Festival, which is like one of the bigger ones. So, since I've never, I have no. What happened, Mama? Hold up. Come here. Since I have no representation, uh, and uh, they probably won't like the video. I probably won't. That's a whole. Uh, that's a self defeat. Ugh, I shouldn't think that way, but I do. I have to think that way. I have to think, like, I'm never getting into any festivals, and I'm not, uh, I just, I have to think that way, because if something happens, then great, but I, I think, I think the worst. I don't, I don't think, like, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna happen for me. If it does, that's great. I will know in September, and then I gotta find some way how to get over there to Montana in uh, October, but I will. I'll make sure it happens, and that'll, 
that are, that are happening for me. But I got a bunch of friends going into festivals, and they look fun. They look fun. The the audiences look attentive, and they tell me, to, "Hey, go go to smaller festivals, right?" Which the smaller festivals is just like dudes like me throwing festivals, and then you got to travel over there, and you got to pay all your stuff, right, and everything. This festival that I applied to, they pay for your not your travel, but they pay for your hotel, they pay for your food, and your guarantee a certain amount of shows. So I was just like, you know, and there's industry there. So, hey, what's wrong, mama? All right, I'm, I'm going to go feed her, and then we'll be back to finish the rest of the podcast. Because I got to talk about Trump and the Internet and politics and other stuff. Cool. All right, I'm back. I just put down my daughter for net. My son is watching uh, Mighty Mouse or something like Mighty I don't know what exactly it is. It was a cartoon, had a mouse on it, wasn't Mickey. So I was like, I think that's Mighty Mouse. It looked like it. But anyway, that's what he's watching on Netflix. So on with the podcast yeah just me he'll come back later and i know he's gonna come ask me for something like he usually does i want to start off with news just came oh did you hear me squeak right there news man news that just came out uh from the national telecommunications and information administration they're the people who basically pass out the domains so these people are starting on October 1st, no longer do that. Now it's going to be done by the, uh, what is it called? Internet. Why am I asking you? Like you have, I'm looking, I'm asking the piece of paper. Hey, piece of paper that I should be looking at right now. What is it called? Tell me. Thank you. October 1st, the Internet Assigned Numbers Authority, which is a semi-private organization is going to be the ones that do that now. Basically, they will be the internet plumbers is the way the leader, the chairwoman said that I don't, I shouldn't know the chairwoman's name, but uh, I didn't want to do that much research into this. I just saw it on the news and I was like, hey, the internet's going to be privatized. What does that mean? Uh, and privatized, basically what they have to follow is a global policy, not the United States policy, but a global policy on the internet. Hmm. And it's all about intellectual property rights. That's the big thing that people are concerned with right now. Because who's to say that this trust, because it's a trust that's going to be just divvying them out or deciding who gets it. It's within the IANA. The IETF trust is the one. Who is that? Who is the trust? Nobody really knows. Actually, their names are on the website. But again, didn't want to do that much research into it. So who knows if this is going to be good or bad or great or wonderful or oh, just more bureaucracy? I don't know. Hmm? Are we going to need another Brexit but for the internet? Huh? In in exit in and that was a horrible attempt at a joke. I apologize. Now my whole point is null and void because of that horrible joke that I tried to do at the very end. So uh, I lost the argument. You won the argument. I guess the I A N A is uh, a good thing. So I hope you feel good about yourself. You weren't even in the conversation, and you won the argument. That's how dumb I am when I try to explain stuff like this. I'm like, you know what? This is what people want to hear about. None of this, not this Pokemon, not the Olympics. I should talk about the Olympics, right? 22, 23 gold. He got a lot of medals. Uh, Michael Phelps got a lot of medals. This is a side note. I didn't say I was going to talk about it. Got a lot of medals, more medals in some countries. Puerto Rico uh, won their first gold medal. Yeah, in tennis. Go Look at you. Tennis, Puerto Rico, and other countries are all excited. And then we're like, like, yeah, well, our, Michael Phelps won 22 gold medals, so we have the greatest medalist ever, so we're cool. That's our, That's the way we think. That's the way Americans think in their head, all of us, apparently, from my narrow point of view. 
Yeah, so Olympics. That was my little Olympics coverage right there. I hope you enjoyed that. Brought to you by McDonald's. No, it wasn't, but, you know, McDonald's. I heard one of the swimmers is, I heard through the grapevine, through 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 the Twitters, through the Twitters, uh, that uh, one of the swimmers can't come back because he lied on his passport or something. He can't, once he gets married, he can't go back to Brazil or he can't leave. I don't know. Again, not doing the research. That's for you to do. I'm just supposed to fill up 35 minutes of your day with my nonsense. You're supposed to go look at him and be like, hey, he was right or no. That was horribly wrong. And call me out when I'm wrong. You know what? Don't do that. That's a lot of comments. I don't want to get a lot of negative. Don't comment. Keep it to yourself. You're not changing the world by trying to change this dumb person's mind. And really, I have no opinion. I'm just spouting out crap. Trump. That's a good transition. Trump, man, he said he's going to do extreme vetting if he becomes president of the United States of America. I have to say that out loud when I say Trump. Because, so I don't not, when I say president, they're like, yeah, that Trump looks like, a, like, a, like he'd be a president of a company, which the president of the United States is like the president of a company. But um, with the nukes, he can, he can kill people, though, you know, with his drones and then a lot of people with nukes. And we have a lot of those, well, more than anybody, really. More than everybody combined, pretty much. So, yeah, that's what we got. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Trump said he's going to do extreme vetting and who he lets in in the country because there's a lot of fear because of what happened in France, because of what happened in Germany, because of what happened in these other places, right? And what happened in, in, in the Pulse attack, what happened in which they blamed ISIS. But anyway, so anyway, they, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that we have to watch out who, but when he says stuff like that, you know, you know what he means, right? I mean, just like people of Muslim faith who are coming in from Middle Eastern countries or, or maybe, you know, actually all, all around the world, uh, they're going to vet them extreme vetting. I don't know. Are they going to check their butthole twice? I don't know. Are they going to, and he said they have to basically come in and assimilate. So what does that mean? That you have to shave your beard off and, if you have a beard, see, that's stereotyping. That is stereotyping. I just said that because I have a beard. You're stereotyping. Anyway, uh, so the big bushy beard dudes who come... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, it's messed up. Uh, <laughs> no, like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean you're going to have to... What, what are you trying to say? Assim- I'll get it. I get it. Assimilate, but that's not... America is a big... Ed- America is a melting pot. And everybody needs to come together and put their differences aside. That's my that's my soapbox. And then of course uh, Latinos, and not just I'm not just Mexicans. I'm talking about all well not Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans it's uh, annex, so they can come and go as they please. But um, like Mexicans and people from Honduras and El Salvador and in South America, like how is how are they going to be extremely vetted? Hmm 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 hmm. I'm asking Trump. Huh? Jeez, man, it's uh, it sounds very hateful, or well, at least not not full of love. Am I right? Am I right? Okay, Milwaukee's going crazy right now. Milwaukee, the uh, protesting, rioting, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's a little tense here in America, isn't it? Just a little bit. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know if you guys can feel it. I feel the tension. I feel not like a good tension. Like I'm about to, ooh, just relax and release tension. Not that type. Don't think dirty people. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's a, it's a hardcore. Like I think I'm gonna get 
you know, punched in the back of the head any minute now, tension. Like your shoulders just all up, your back hurts, and you're like, and you're grinting your teeth, and you have your eyes kind of closed because you don't want to get punched so hard that one of your eyeballs pop out of your face. It's one of those. That's what America is. We're, we're all like, oh, we're about to get punched in the back of the head. Meanwhile, we're getting uh, punched in the face right in front of us. We're like, yeah, that, those kind of hurt, but we're really worried about that big punch coming to the, the back of the head any moment now. Maybe it's not even a punch. Maybe it's a bat or a gun. I don't know. But it's going to feel horrible. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crazy world. Think about it, man. You know, all the flooding, the fires, the drought. It's crazy. And you, do, you don't think you would say flooding and drought. America's a big land, so of course we have other areas, drought. And uh, other areas, uh, flooding. Louisiana going like... like it, it's, I think it's being reported even more. I mean, it's the worst... Uh, I think they said it ever the worst, but uh, it's also affecting rich neighborhoods. So it's really bad. Uh, that makes the I, I, I guess they determined by worse, like not by the number of lives lost, but by the amount of property that is damaged. You know what I mean? Like that's those those are a bunch of ten million dollar homes. We'll add them all up. How much is that? Oh man, this is a lot of damage versus you know the Ninth Ward, which is yeah. I mean, there, there, there was a lot of damage, but, I mean, you put the value of the home and the value of the land, it's not that much damage. But, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, a lot of people died. A lot of people died. Uh, but this one, I mean, and I get it. I mean, people lost their homes and definitely, like, send money or pray for them or whatever you do. And and because it sounds horrible. But 1,000, like, 1,800 people died during Katrina. 1,800 people how is that not the worst? And the Red Cross is the one who said it. The Red Cross said, this is the worst national. And it's just by, I mean, yes, sheer mileage in the amount. And I'm sure the death toll is going to climb because right now it was reported the 11 of them died. You know, and it's sad. It's very sad. I know it's going to climb, but it's going to not going to climb to 1,800 people. That is the worst ever because, and that says something about society. I'm not, I'm not, it's not a race thing. I'm not trying to make it a race thing. I'm trying to say that it's a, a fi- uh, economic thing because we put the value of all that property over people. Oh, and look at that. Getting breachy. You heard that? I ruined it all again. I know. I always ruin it at the end. I have to. It's what I do. It's like that 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 kid that, that get his favorite birthday cake right before and right before instead of blowing out his candles, he just goes and he goes head first to it and he just starts tearing into it with his hands. Hey, you know what? It's his birthday. Let him do what he wants, all right? Yeah, he ruined it. But you know what? Not only did he have his cake, he ate it too. Boom! I should end the podcast there because that's probably as good as it's gonna get. But everybody's like, "That that wasn't that good. That wasn't that 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 wasn't that good." Hey, you know what? It's the best I can do. I try. Okay, I try. Huh? I forgot something that I was supposed to say about the comedy. So on Thursday, remember when I said the whole thing about throwing it under the bus, San Antonio? So this past Thursday, I was uh, I was in Killeen. Uh, I did a show for Carlos Mencia and my friend Edward. My friend Edward brought me along. 800 people. It was amazing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we do, uh, I, there are some dudes from New York. I'm not going to mention the names, but there's some dudes from New York who knew a friend of ours who had been talking about the Tiger, and they wanted to perform at the Tiger. And so they were supposed to come. They were coming on that Thursday, right? And so 
I talked to the dude. I was like, all right, send me the flyer. Thursday's not a show that we usually do. We don't do Thursday shows. We do Friday shows. Just start doing Saturday shows. But we don't do Thursday shows. But I was like, you know what? That's fine. All right, let's, let's do a Thursday show, right? So we do a Thursday show. He's supposed to send me the flyer. Uh, never sent me the flyer. He said, oh, I forgot. Or he thought he sent me the flyer. I completely forgot. I, I screwed up. And I and I, I've just forgot because again Thursdays we don't do it. And I'm the one who organizes this stuff, so I'm just organizing Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. That's all I'm organizing. And then, um, yeah, I dropped the ball, and he messaged me the day before. He said, "I can't wait till Sunday show." And I was like, "Sunday show? I have nothing planned for Sunday." So I thought, "Oh my God, there's a Thursday show." I was like, I messaged him back. I was like, "Dude, you mean a Thursday show?" He's like, "Oh yeah, my bad. I'm just all excited. I didn't know the yeah, Thursday show, which we normally don't have. Like I said, the shows on Thursdays, so it's usually a Friday Saturday thing." So I was like, "Oh, so I scrambled, and I got four people to go, and I was just like, I can't show these dudes. <coughs> Excuse me, just four people." You know, it's gonna make they're gonna have a, a bad show, and I know they want that room, but I can't. So I want to throw them a better, a better show. So my idea was, all right, we got this cool room where we do like roast battles and roast, well, roasting and roast battles, and uh, it open mics. And so I was like, we'll do a showcase for them because it has people, and I know it's gonna be good. And they'll each get in ten minutes in the front, and then they can get free drinks. And I'll pay. I told them I was just like, hey, give them drinks. I'm not going to be able to be there, but give them drinks. And I gave him the dude's number, and I'll pay you back and blah, blah, blah. Because I wanted them to show, see a good time. But um, it wasn't carried out that way, and they, they're like, wait a minute, this is just an open mic. Like, I want to perform at the Tiger. And they were mad. They were upset, which, understandably, if I went to another city and I expected a show, and then last minute, I told them because we messaged back and forth be, uh, on text message before, just like, hey, I'm going to move it. To this place, rebar, it's going to be better. And what I meant by that, it's a better show. Not a better room, but a better show because there's people and you get free drinks. So I um, wasn't too happy with that. Then, understandably, like I said. But then he starts messaging me about how upset he was and that he had to spend $140 on a hotel. Who told you to spend $140 on a hotel? You're on tour, man. Who told you to do that? Nobody told you to do that. Dude, if you had a free place to stay in Austin, go to Austin, or or go between here and Austin and get like a sixty dollars motel or fifty dollars motel. Everybody shared a bed. That's what I would have done. That's the only part I was like, what? All right, my I, I accept my bad, but that one hundred forty dollars hotel, that's on you, bro. That you 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 did that. I should have told you the show was canceled. Been like, hey, this is more of old Mike, but we're gonna do a showcase for you. If I would have told him in that manner, then I think he probably would have been a little bit happier. I wasn't. I I understood that, dude. But it was just a guy who used to work, or not work here, was from here, um, and said, like, San Antonio threw, like, royally screwed these guys over. That's what he said. And I was like, don't throw the whole city under the bus. Like, you can throw, throw me under the bus. Fine. Whatever. You know what I mean? What happened, happened. That's the first time that I, I messed up. Like, but don't throw the whole scene under the bus and make everybody look bad because one dude tried to set up a showcase at an open mic. Like, it doesn't happen. All right? I've gone all the way to a city, and they have no room for me. They're like, oh, no, the show just got canceled. Right? And I have nowhere to stay. And you're like, four or five. That sucks. That, so I understood what he was talking about. I gave him room, drinks, gave him time, good audience. Uh, the 140, again, was on his ass. But, uh... You know, I, I was like, don't throw the whole scene under the bus because of me. That's what? That makes no sense. That makes no. And then, well, we had a whole discussion on a board that we have because, you know, little uh, it was it's drama is what it is. Did you like that juicy drama? Did you, no, I'm just playing. <laughs>
And people, they're probably going to get mad. The ones who know what I'm talking about be like, or know who the people involved are going to be like, dude, you shouldn't have talked about it on your podcast. That's right. Now tens of people know. You hear me? Tens of people now know. <laughs> anyway, I apologize to that dude. That I, uh, But, uh, again, the hotel thing, that's on you, bro. That's not on me. Uh, but I, you know what? If you listen to this, which you probably not, I apologize. Because he didn't unfriend me. He didn't unfriend me. He just blocked me. I probably, I'm thinking he blocked me. I don't know if he blocked me, but uh, he didn't unfriend me. Or where you just don't see people's stuff. You know what I mean? Just like, I don't want to talk to that person, but I don't want to unfriend them because I'm a jerk. But then I'm just not going to. So this weekend at the Blind Tiger, we got LaShonda Lester. She was the one who won Funniest Person in Austin. She'll be there at 10 o'clock. So go check her out uh, at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club underneath the Magic Time Machine. Also, the Midnight Show is what we have. Uh, all, a bunch of people who's going to come from all over the country. I don't know if they're going to come from all over the country. But sometimes we get special guests popping. It's really cool. Like uh, Hannibal Burris was there. Ian Baggs was there one time. A bunch of a bunch of cool people were there and performed. And it's nice. It's nice to for them to come in and try new stuff out. They're not doing their material. They're trying new stuff out there. So that's that's what I really like about that place. And then tomorrow... Whoa, dude. Why did you do that? Relax. Hey, come here. Come here. Come here. And then uh, tomorrow we got Off the Cuff show. And come here. Come here. Again? For real, bro? Go to the bathroom. Uh, what? I need you. You need to watch TV. I need you to quit pooping in your underwear. Uh, I know he knows how to do. How to, oh, see, he was only gone away from me for like 20 minutes. And then at 20, and I sat him on the toilet. And I don't know if you parents can deal with me or freaking help me in this. Or it's just like your son is how old and he's not potty trained. You're just a horrible father. Yeah, I get it. I'm a failure as a father. Whatever. Okay, people? Whatever. So. Son, come over here. So those are the shows we got coming up. Check me out on uh, Funny Man Comedy Works. That's one word, Funny Man Comedy Works. Tomorrow I got another sketch coming out out there on Funny Man Comedy Works. Yeah, those are me. I'm the one doing those sketches. Uh, they're fun. I like it. Uh, I got some shows planned. I got my next show that I'm personally going to do at the Blind Tigers not till November 11th. So I'm going to do a, a different kind of show. And perfect. My, my daughter just woke up too. So that's perfect timing. He pooped his pants. She's crying now because she just woke up from her nap a little early and uh, I'm finishing the podcast. Life is good. It's not bad. Everybody's like, oh, God, I would hate it. It's not. What's, what, what would I be doing if I was single on some one of my friend's couch playing Xbox, you know, what, drinking or smoking or whatever I'm doing single on that with kids? Man, that sounds great. Am I building a good case to just, no, I was just playing. That was just, that, that was my past. I, lo- I love my kids. I just don't like it when they poop in their underwear because then I got to wash. You're going to wash those underwear. I'm not washing them. No. No, you're washing those underwear. No. What do you mean, no? I didn't Remember we had the agreement? No, I have If I have to wipe... If, okay, fine. If you don't wash your underwear, then when I poop, you have to wipe my butt. No. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a lot of butt to wipe, huh? That's what I thought. You're going to wipe it. Gross. I'm not washing those underwear. <sighs> I will succeed because... And I have not failed because uh, something, I don't know. Because I'm still trying, right? I'm not. I had a comedian tell me one time that his uh, his father kicked him out of the house at five years old. Kicked him out of the house, like you you can't come in. Took it, grabbed his stuff, threw him out of the house. Five years old because he pooped his pants. That's crazy, right? Well, that's what happens when your father's an alcoholic. Sometimes, I guess <laughs> that comedian. There's like four comedians. Like I never told you that story. Yeah, I know. It's what happens to a certain comedian, but yeah, 
And I can say it because I didn't say his name or the whole situation that happened. That's a good way to end it. All right, good. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure to check out the shows this weekend at the Blind Tiger or anywhere else that we're having shows here in San Antonio. Uh, laugh out loud. Uh, thank you, guys, all my listeners from uh, from east to west coast, everybody in a few countries in Europe and South Africa. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. Oh, in South America and Mexico. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you guys have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Deuce.